Hello, this is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from my Spiritual Psychology Masterclass. This is an online webinar classroom where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Enjoy what you listen to, and I'll check in with you again when you're done. The first thing I want you to notice as you enter chapter four of Nephi is we're now entering another story where there's an impossible circumstance. We have a man who is finding himself with a responsibility that is a mountain. Nephi has been asked to get the brass plates and he does it in three stages. Now, one of the first principles I want you to um, take note of today is when you're trying to follow 1 Nephi chapter 3, verse 7, there is there a way is prepared. You're going to be doing it almost always in three levels. When we have stewardships, like we need to find a way. Cody um, has been working, Cody and uh, Ben, who are both here with us today, have been working really hard to develop uh, some services for Spanish speakers. And they've been trying some different ways of approaching it, etc. And there's, it's not too hard to parallel the process with what Nephi did. So step one of trying to fulfill a stewardship and you just take action. What did Nephi do first? Let's just go to Laban and say, hey, how about we get the plates? There was nothing amazing about that. There was nothing phenomenal about that. He, they just tried something simple. Let's just, hey, go ask if we can get the plates. All right. So if you feel like you have a stewardship or a responsibility and you're praying, how should we fulfill this responsibility? You always have to start almost always with just trying something. You just try something. I've met people who are waiting for revelation, waiting for inspiration before they try something. And I'm all, as far as I can tell, it doesn't work that way. You just uh, throw an idea together and you go try it. And sometimes it works. That's not normal for me that it works the first time, but phase two, they retreated. They started thinking uh, about it. Some of them were like, okay, we tried game over. We're done. All right. When people ask me, Maurice, what's the secret of your success? I was reviewing that the other day, and it's, I just do what Nephi's done with these three steps. I try something. When it doesn't work, I go, okay, let's try something again. So plan B, when they went to get the brass plates, was more carefully thought out, more strategic. They came up with a plan. We can do this. We can say that. We can try this. We can try that. So as I'm watching uh, Ben and Cody work to develop a strategy for serving the Spanish speakers, they are now in the um, strategizing contemplation phase. What if we tried this? What if we came at it from this angle? What if we came at it from that angle? If we were more um, technical with it, et cetera, et cetera. So they're doing exactly what Nephi does, all right? Now, when you execute a plan like that, sometimes it works. Sometimes the level two attempt works and it's good enough, all right? Now, then there's phase three, all right? This is usually where people give up for sure because they start reviewing all the logical ways and their logical brains come to the conclusion there is no logical solution, all right? Now, I want to interject right here a fascinating pattern that you're going to see through the scriptures. I haven't done a, a search on this yet, 
But if some techie person, if some person who really likes to do some nerdy stuff behind the scenes wants to investigate this, how many times is the story of Moses brought up later on as an emphasis of something we should remember and refer to? In the first few verses of 1 Nephi chapter 4, it, the, they are reminded, let us remember Moses. Let us remember Moses and the work he did to get the Israelites out of Egypt. Why, and I would love to hear some comments, this might be a no-brainer, but why, in circumstances like this, does the story of Moses keep getting brought up? Anybody want to throw out an obvious answer? Because we need red, red Sea parting ideas. We need something that's not logical. Thank you. That's, that is, we're going to need miracles. As I was preparing for today's lesson, and I was thinking about if I teach this correctly, this was my sense of my own responsibility. If I teach this correctly, we have what, almost 25 people here in today's meeting. What if I could actually convince everyone here that it's their responsibility to learn how to do miracles similar to parting the Red Sea? And what if we could tie in some of uh, President Nielsen's talk on nurturing faith in the ability to move mountains. And what if everyone here, both present and those who uh, listen to the recording, actually started believing they could be a part of miracles? And then they started experimenting with miracles. And what if within the next two to five years, everyone here actually was doing miracles on a regular basis? And they're like, someone comes up to you and says, what's up with you and miracles? And you're like, some people go to the grocery store regularly. Some people do miracles regularly. It's just something I do on a weekly basis. I just do miracles. It's just part of what I do. And you're like, you act like this is normal. Well, it has become normal. So I don't know why you guys make a big deal out of it these days. You raise people from the dead. You heal people from sickness. It's just something we do around here. Okay. So my goal with this conversation is to use all of my psychological manipulation talents to convince you that you can be one of the people like Moses who does miracles. And not only I'm going to be, a, be do a little leverage here, a little leverage here. Not only can you, you're responsible to learn how to do it. Not only can you, but you're responsible to know how to do it. You see, Part of what I was learning as I've studied the first four chapters of Nephi, we have two men, Lehi and Nephi, who already have participated in receiving revelations that the average person is going to think is crazy. I want to warn you, if you take on this responsibility, if you take on this opportunity, people are going to think you are crazy. I just want you to be aware that that's what's going to happen. All right. now. I wanted to jump ahead for a second, and then I will come back to this. I'll give some personal examples, okay? How do you create an environment for teenage boys to enjoy talking to each other about sexual addiction? How do you create an environment where teenage boys will enjoy talking about their sexual addictions? That was one of the first most blatant mountains I had to move, which had extremely modern practical application. And so pondering it, pondering it, pondering it, knowing that the ideas that currently exist in society 
There is no bridge there. There's no bridge. You can't do it. I was told over and over again, you cannot do it. Let's bring this a little closer to home. All right. Why does my wife bring up the past? So Red Sea parting ideas include the talents, the tools, and the understanding of why something is going on. So when I'm working with a man and he sees there's no possible way because the one side of the river is, uh, or the Red Sea is, I'm a man who needs to maintain my confidence and I can't be keeping reminded of my mistakes. So you have that on one side of the, of the river and on the other side, she has been traumatized. And if we don't review the past, she's not going to be able to heal from it, right? So we have these apparently completely conflicting concepts. He needs to not, not review the past so that he doesn't get reminded of his weaknesses to the point of being demoralized and psychologically feeling broken. And she needs to review the past in order to know that it won't happen again and to be healed from it. And so by pondering that space, that world of that where there needs to be a bridge, we were able to find the solutions to it that we don't have time to review in, in detail today. To take it one step closer, all right, one step closer, when you are in a conversation with your spouse and you can't seem to get the point across, let me give you an example of one that happened yesterday in a therapy session. I have this husband and wife who I've known for five years and they go away for a year and a half or so and then they come back and they bring up the exact same topics that they were talking about before. One of the major ones is they both have very strong feelings about the way their financial philosophies are handled in their, in their family. If you listen to them individually, they both have really good philosophies around money. The problem is they don't mesh well, those two philosophies. So what they've, the question, the Red Sea parting concept, the miracle that needs to be found is, how do we bridge these two financial philosophies? So the ideas that they need are different from any ideas they've ever used before. They need ideas that other people haven't thought of. They need ideas that are going to find a solution to the problem. For, so for instance, what the story from Nephi tells us is who would have thought of chopping off Laban's head and taking his clothes would be the solution. So the message I hope to encourage you to do is after you have processed all of the logical solutions, you have to walk around the city pondering the possibility of a solution you've never come up with before. Hello, Maurice Harker here again. You've just finished listening to a clip from the Spiritual Psychology Masterclass where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Please continue listening to the other podcast episodes where you will have access to many, many more principles. But when you're ready for a big, thick chunk of this educational material, please uh, follow the link that's attached to the text connected to this podcast and you will be given instructions on how to register for the class where you can spend an hour each week sitting with me and learning how to harvest psychology from the words of the prophets. I look forward to seeing you then.